Hello guys and welcome to episode number 14 of the Heritage Heritage Agendas Football Podcast. It's uh, mm-hmm. myself, Ibrahim and Abdi. How are we doing, bro? I'm doing well, bro. How's how's your weekend? Uh, it was pretty uneventful, man. Just kind of went home. How was yours? Uh, it was eventful. It was <laughs> busy. Least, but it, was, it was very busy. But yeah, it, was, it was good. Well, that's good. Uh you uh you got to to watch a, a very meh North London derby. That was probably disappointing. Yeah, bro. Um, oh my god. I woke usually I think the game would have been at 10 a.m. if I was I think 8 a.m. if I was at home, but I woke up for it at 6 a.m. Oh, for man. that dud. Oh my goodness. For Ange Ball, bro. Ange Ball is moving me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, bro, he's crazy. But uh, and then you got to watch that disgusting game on Sunday mm-hmm. with our with our boy, who's uh who's a Madrid fan. So that must have been uh, bittersweet. Was, that was the main event of my weekend. I really? was looking forward to that. Oh my god! I saw I got- saw like we were down two nil, and then I mm-hmm. went to Twitter, and the first thing I saw was like I forgot what you tweeted, but it was something along the lines of like. Like something is moving me or some some garbage. I was like, I closed the app so fast. I was, I'm not sitting here, man. I was, I was. Morata was moving me, man. Man, oh my it's always the former Madrid players. It is, it is. And Griezmann, bro, he came, but finally, I mean, Griezmann's been cooking since he went back. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's was... uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, it was it was a. Uh... I, the result of that game was a little bit surprising to me, but if, for my agenda purposes, it was it was welcomed, you know. I mean, yeah, the the weaknesses definitely came out. So I mean, exactly. and I think we I think we knew what they were like preseason. Uh, it was mm-hmm. good to uh, it was good to get a win midweek, but we'll get to all of that. Let's start with that North London derby. We will start with the Prem as we usually do. Uh, yeah. I'll kind of give you the floor. Talk about you know, kind of what what went wrong in your opinion. Thoughts on the result overall. Uh, to kind of you know go I think go crazy. For Arsenal, it's been like just a a consistent theme, yeah. um, which has just been um, we can't play well at home. Yeah. Um, mental errors, and then just our build up this season has just been so awful. Like we can we are not playing as like you know as liquidy as as we usually do it's not smooth anymore um and i i can you can blame that for several reasons one is you know there's a lot of new players in the team at least playing very um valuable positions that have a lot to do with um just how we move from the defense to the forwards uh Partey's not in the lineup and yep. Havertz is starting games um so that i think i would um that's what i would first look at but for the most part i think this game was just like mental errors like i there was a bunch of stinkers odegaard didn't play well yep. um uh viera started the first half he was yep. taken off um he, he was taken the, off like, at half time strikers with jesus and Nketiah. His, exactly um inketia was just out there for 90 minutes made no difference um and then we subbed off jesus a little bit early than i thought we should have when and Ketia was the one that should have been substituted. Yeah. But and then and then our bench didn't really make a difference 
um, Jorginho came on and he was the one that cost us the goal. Um, yep. Just literally just handed them a two, two on one um, fast break where it was James, James Madison and, and son that's, that's going to go in 99% of the Madison time. Been, bro? He is nuts. And exactly. And, and then the rest, I just want to give credit to Tottenham themselves, you know, like all week leading up to this game, it was just saying, you know, uh, man for man, Arsenal are better. Uh, they're ahead in their project. Uh, they're going to get cooked. They will they'll get dismantled. That's what even I was saying that because I just I just thought they don't match up well, especially because this is game six of this new manager. Um, and then obviously no Harry Kane, but they've been playing relatively well coming into this uh this tie but they played against you know three uh bottom bottom tier teams and obviously man united and and that's about it so arsenal was the big test and yeah. they passed it with flying colors obviously yeah. it's a draw like i think arsenal at their worst got a draw you know that's still something um and i think tottenham played as well as they could like they should have i think won this game they had a few chances to take it at the end but i just i think i just i was just impressed with with Ange um Ange ball he all week he was saying we're not changing anything you know i don't care who it is we're playing the same way yeah. and they came into uh, into the emirates and completely ran the game and dominated created better chances um their best players turned up uh son had two goals madison had two assists um uh, so i i was just impressed is they had they had i don't i don't think they could have had a better showing this is such a a step forward for them because this is arsenal um are i think in my opinion one of the two best teams in the country yeah, and yep. for them to um for their top, top four hopes this is what you got to do you got to get results against the best teams in the country yeah, no, I, I agree with, with a lot of what you said. I think, like, the thing with Arsenal, and I agree for sure that the draw is is a better is a better result for Spurs than it is for Arsenal, no doubt. I don't think anyone is, is arguing that. Um, yeah. The problem for me with Arsenal is this. It's, it's not... It's almost lapses in concentration, and I think that comes from uh, not having a clear leader on the team. And mm -hmm. I think all the Arsenal players, you know, they came up together... Uh, most of them are very, very young. I, I don't. Yeah. Did they start a player over thirty? Like I don't think so. Uh, no. So and was... and and Tottenham even they were the two two of the top three youngest teams in the league. Yeah. Um. So. But they have yeah. like Son, for example, who's a clear leader who, like, year in year out, has been consistent for them. And I mean, obviously, Arsenal have that kind of in different you know senses. They have they have Saka. They have Saka, who's who's been performing for years and years now. But like yeah. I said, they don't really have a true leader. Like even the people that they brought from City um, mm -hmm. aren't players that I consider leaders. Like like if I go look at like the City team, for example, like you have like people like Kyle Walker, uh, you know, John Stones, uh, you know, before Fernandinho retired, it was people like him, Kevin De Bruyne. Yep. They have like experienced professionals who are like, you know, in the peak of their career. And I still think that Arsenal is not there yet. Obviously, that's something that comes with time. Uh, yeah. That's one of the reasons why, for example, in the Champions League, I was like, I think they're still a year away. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, at the end of the day, a league, you, you draw a game at home, you draw, you know, a game away, you don't play the best. It's it's okay, like, you know, next week. But in 
the Champions League, for example, you don't play good one game in a knockout in a knockout competition. Like that's your that's your tournament. Like we saw it last year with with Sporting, for example, where they didn't play well and like that was it. So, yep. uh, I don't know where they, they. I still obviously I still think that they're they're in the running for the title. I I I don't really think that they have like alarm bells to sound, um, but they have to stay consistent. Uh, and that you know starts from. You know, from player to player, and we'll see kind of where they go. Their next couple of games, looking at it here, uh, Bournemouth away, then the big test, which is Man City. So, in terms of the league, yep. and then at Arsenal. So it's 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 gonna be yep. it's gonna be interesting to see how they bounce back this week in the Champions League, for example, and really where they go overall. Obviously, even question marks maybe on their on their depth. I don't know what you think about yeah. that. Yeah. Um. With injuries, there's a lot of people out. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, depth is a question. Obviously, you have depth to prepare for this kind of stuff. But it, it happening so early on in the season, Declan Rice was subbed out at halftime. Um, Martinelli is out. Uh, Vieira didn't play in the midweek in the Carabao Cup yep. for some injury. Um, so, bodies are, you know, piling up, and it's when you have that it's just like obviously i i i believe when we played against um uh the midweek game against uh brentford yeah. our defense was really good because we have such versatile defenders that can they play do. across like kiwi um, are on the left and yep like and tamiyasu played two positions he started at center back finished at playing right back like stuff like that uh but in terms of attacking we have we we do have that with like gabriel and inketia uh, uh jesus and inketia but <laughs> And Ketia is the the I he's just a guy. He I don't know what kind of striker he is because he's 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 he doesn't do anything excellent, but he's really good at like 10 different things, but he's yeah. not particularly elite at anything. Um which are good to a have culture. to be fair. Yeah, like it it comes in handy like five, six times a season, but like over a 38 game period when when especially now this early on in the season, he's starting games. Uh, it affects everything. It affects it the how the whole team plays, especially when uh, you can just see it's so different when him and Gabriel and Jesus are in the um, or one of the others playing. Um, and obviously, Gabriel Jesus is is coming off a knee surgery and he needs time to for fitness, all that stuff. Um, so it's just gonna be it's gonna be nice to see what you know Arteta tries. I think Havertz as a striker is like an option. I think that's something we should be like looking into but you're I will agree with you on the leadership thing I think last year Shaka was the one obviously Martin Odegaard wears the captain's armband but everybody knows like he's just not a he's not that guy he's not very talkative he's a yeah and Shaka had that role last year where you could see like it's a huddle up and Shaka is the one leading the team talks and all that stuff um and I think that's a role obviously destined for Declan Rice to take over um and but it's just so early on in the he's season. young he's 20 and, and, and he's, he's 24, 24 years old yeah. yeah so it's a young team and the goal is to grow together and obviously just reach you know as high as you can um but somebody needs to take charge you know and the, our best players Saka Odegaard Martinelli Jesus Zinchenko all of those players are not those kind of uh, on on the pitch leaders where they're demanding anything from everybody else, like a second Arteta on the pitch. Um, I think that will rightfully go to that will rightfully become Declan Rice. But right now it's too early. He 
even he's shying away from things, you know, he's not, he tries, but like, it's too soon. It's six games into his exactly. Arsenal career. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm right now, like I was thinking, like I was so excited for the season and I had high expectations, all that stuff. But from the first five, six games, um, I'm, zoom, I brought that all the way back down. <laughs> um, I've been, cause it doesn't look good in terms of like, just the, we haven't lost the game. It's not good to panic and all that stuff. But when you have City, like... Six of six? Like six of six, yeah. yeah. I, they lost in the Carabao Cup. But, like, they look unstoppable. And when you are making mental errors like that, and last year, that's what cost us. They scored three, four goals off just us making mistakes. And and I think that's what it's looking like now. Obviously, I think the game that we're going to play them in two weeks... Um, Rodri's not going to be playing. De Bruyne's going to be out, so it's it's going to be a test. But I think man for man, when teams are at full power, I don't think we're near City at all. How we're looking right now. I mean, I think the thing for me too is like you kind of hit it on the nail. We're like Arsenal don't have that player, and I like go back to my preseason predictions where I put them second, and I was yeah. really inclined to put them first. Like, like I really thought about it, and the deciding factor for me is just like. When they don't play well, they don't have a player who can just, you know, kind of flip a game on its head on his own. Like, like they're obviously, Man City has Holland, who there are yeah. plenty of times where Man City don't play well, and then he just goes, gets two goals, and they win. Or, obviously, for Real Madrid, for example, there were so many games in knockout competitions where they wouldn't play well, and Cristiano would go get two goals. Obviously, they don't need Cristiano, or they don't need Holland, they're one of those best. Yeah. But they need that player who can get you 20 goals in the league like mm -hmm. consistently every single year and the games that they don't play the best he just has to go get a goal and i don't think they have one of those on on, on the roster at all uh they have great players obviously but they just don't have that you know that it factor number nine who, who can just go get you 20 20 goals a season they have players who fit roles and fit molds but they yep, just don't exactly. have that like dynamic superstar and i think that's the only thing missing for me um, because in a way that is a leader too. Like Odegaard, for example, leads by example. If you can get a number nine, like a Kane or like a Holland, who can go get you twenty goals a season, like no matter what. Yeah. You know that's what they need. That's that's literally what they need. I I I agree with you. I I, I remember <laughs> I, when we were talking about this. I I said I prefer the the team approach. You know, yeah. where anybody can contribute at any time. But like games like this is where it sticks out, you know, yeah, where exactly. Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Jesus has a, a clean one on one target and just sends it to the moon. You know, yeah, you notice yeah. stuff like that where it costs you points. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I think uh, um, I agree with you there. It, it's a uh, it's something we are missing in the team. And and I don't think it's something that will be solved. So I think it's we have to just play through it. Um but like I remember last year, we started really quickly and then fell flat. So I'm hoping, I think this is just a, a slow takeoff, and then you know we finish at the end on a high note rather than what it's been like the last two three years, where it just falls off a cliff at the end. Yeah, fair enough. Kind of moving on from uh, Arsenal, we'll go somewhere else in London. Yeah, you predicted it. You predicted it. You said Emery was going to go to Stamford Bridge and win, I believe. Did we both have that? I think I had we one did, of yeah, United we did. and Chelsea losing. And United, losing, to yeah. be honest, should have lost. Not yeah. to have a crazy agenda and just kind of sit here and clown. 
but I, yeah, I yeah. um but I thought that United but United won to be fair to them you have to give credit where credit is due they they played well but we'll start with Chelsea uh yeah. man alive like the problems it's concerning the good thing is they bounce back midweek so we're not here like fresh off the loss but yeah another week another loss for Chelsea like what you know what does the season hold now like what does it even look like eh. <laughs> I think um the funny thing was uh uh Nico Jackson got his fifth yellow card um in five games so I think yeah. he'll be missing the next Premier League game yeah um but I like I want to say something like something Pochettino said um at the after the game and he I'll, I'll just summarize it a little bit he just uh paraphrasing he was just like um like the team is so young you know and like he was just talking about how they need time but at the same time they need results and they're not getting either because nobody's playing and they're not winning games so I always for Chelsea is just I, I you have to take it one game at a time and like obviously Aston Villa like that's a team I think with with the spending and everything that you've brought into this club a great team I think yeah, Aston Villa has a great team, but Aston Villa did not spend a billion dollars, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, Ch- Ch- Chelsea, Chelsea, like th- these are teams that you should be, you know, at least drawing, at least being competitive. And they didn't, they didn't look anything like that. Midweek they looked good. Um, Nico Jackson scored, all that stuff. But like in the Prem, where, where everybody's playing their best team. And I think they they beat uh, Brighton, I believe. And Brighton, they have other issues they need to be worrying about. I don't think they care about the Carabao Cup that much. Um, and they barely squeak by them. And this and they scored their first goal of the month. Today is September twenty eighth. I know. I know. Um, so, what 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 are you seeing? What do you think of um, uh, Pochettino? I mean, I think he's a good. I think he's a good manager. He has proven experience. Um, yeah, obviously, and he has big club experience, which is, I think, the big difference between him and uh, Graham Potter, for example. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of fair that they moved off of Tuchel. He didn't really align with the club uh, or what Bully wanted to do. You know, you know, I, I thought it was a bad decision at the time. Um, yeah, but to be fair to Tuchel. They did not play good football under Tuchel. They just kind of they eked out results every week. A defender was scoring. It was kind of like you know a running joke that they'd squeak out a one zero every single week, no matter how they yep. played. Um, but they were defensively compact, and that's one of the problems with Chelsea is they just leak defensively, which like that's one of the big things that that teams, uh, immature teams with lack of concentration, typically have lapses. Like that's just yeah. a theme in football for sure. And I had them as one of the winners of the window, which uh, to me is why like this this start is very surprising. Like I had them third, so mm-hmm. I look at their team. Their defense is fine. They got Malagusto, well, who's now going to be missing a couple of games because of the straight run. Yeah. Um, as backup for Reese James, kind of anticipating injury issues, which James has had this season. They have very very capable center backs: Desasi, Silva, Colwell. Um, Badia Chile, next season they get back Fofana. Uh, they spent mm-hmm. a lot on the midfield. I think Enzo and Caicedo is a very, very capable midfield. A lot of teams would 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 uh, would kill for that midfield, and they complement each other decently well. And yeah. their front three is not bad. Like I, I like that they went and got a, a striker like Jackson. Um, you know, without spending 150 million on a striker, they went and got someone who's you know who has you know goals in La Liga. 
um, and can mm-hmm. grow with the team. And I, to be honest, even though he hasn't scored in what is twenty three league games now for Chelsea, I've, yeah. I've always thought Mudrik is a decent player. Not definitely not a hundred million good, but he has the capabilities to be a, a, a starting winger for for at least a top eight Premier League club, like for example. Um, and Raheem Sterling is experienced, and they they have decent options now from the bench. Uh, you know, Ian Matson, uh, Ben Chilwell, Cole Palmer has been playing decently for them. Uh, yeah. Even Armando Broja played a little bit, so they have options. It's just something is missing, and I and I. Maybe this is foolish optimism. You could kind of speak to this. I think once it gets going, if it gets going, to be honest, at this point, I think it's just yeah. gonna, it's gonna like they're gonna go on like a run. Like I can I can see it. I, I would not surprise me if once they start kind of winning games and the confidence gets up because the morale in the dressing room has to be at like an all time low. Uh, yeah. Once they start winning games, I think it's gonna start flowing. Like you're gonna see. Maybe if they get two, three in a row, you're gonna really see because that's how that's how kids are. To be honest, morale, uh, the effects of it are way, way, way more stark. But the alarm bells are have to be going off because I can't see if they perform like this another year and they get to thirteenth, fourteenth. I think Enzo will demand out. I think a lot of their uh, their their marquee players will demand out, and then it's gonna yeah. get really messy because then you're gonna have just then- a team of kids. And and value plummets, and you got these kids on eight nine year deals. Um, but the though I think I think that I agree with you. I I for me I'm it's looking like that's how it will be, where it's just down 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 down, and then you just see the slow rise. I think that's what's coming. Um, and I think who helps with that is Nkunku, who's yes. who's a goal scoring or goal just production machine they need that number um, 10 like so badly and 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 he fits like i've i've like him playing ahead of enzo and kaiseido is like uh like that's perfect. gonna be yeah, perfect exactly um so i think him in terms of production and chance creation and putting nico jackson in position to at least have the opportunity to to have three, four chances a game or not where he's, he has one and he misses it. And it's just what Chelsea fans talk about for the next week. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Nkunku puts that, he puts him in position and Mudrik and Sterling and all those players, but I'm glad to be seeing Mudrik playing. Obviously he hasn't taken off, but it's just, you just have to, he came from a Ukraine league, you know, and he came, that's the thing. Yeah, in terms of physic physicality, he has everything. He's quick. He's strong. Um, he can dribble everything. It's just like there's one. There's no consistency, and then there's two. It's just like it hasn't been a uh, where he was just put into the team and just told to go. It's just been he played, got subbed out. Lampard did that to him. Um, Pochettino did that to him at the uh, at the beginning of this season. Uh, I think for a week or two he was injured, but. I, I'm one thing I'm looking forward to is just seeing him like at least get his first like goal contribution, pr- just produce something, a good game. Um, and then Nkunku coming back. I don't know exactly when he's coming back. I, I thought it was a four month injury. So yeah, early, couple, maybe couple months. Yeah, couple months. But they just have to, you know, stay afloat when I think he's their best player, at he least on the roster. A lot. He um, a lot. It's like damn near, damn near forgot they even had it. Exactly, and he was playing so well in the preseason, and and Nkunku is like he's somebody that has had a lot of injury history. I remember he missed the World Cup, literally got injured 
two three days before World Cup started. Um, so so him being out, I think, is the one thing I'm I'm willing to wait on. But the rest is just you just have to be patient. You have to you have to believe in Nico Jackson. He's getting one two chances a game. Like the guy is, you know, is what what more can he do? He scored. And he scored in the, the midweek. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. A lot. Yeah, that will help his. Well, he's not going to be playing the next game, but maybe the week after that. Yeah, so. but so so we'll 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 see. This this weekend is um this weekend is Fulham away, um, mm-hmm. so definitely they have a chance to to get some points there. I I think they just need a win. I I like I said I I don't even think that it the I I don't even think that a win it'll be like slow. I think that once they get two three going, like it just could something will click. Like that's the way it is with with kids. And the reality of the situation is like that that inconsistency you spoke about is a great point. Uh, yeah, that is something that happens when you have young people in the team, and their whole team is young pretty much, just outside of Thiago Silva and Sterling. And they're playing with each other for the first time. But I, I agree that creative playmaker with Nkunku kind of sitting behind Jackson, which is good that they're not playing Nkunku as a lone nine. That was a really big fear for me when they first bought yeah. him. Um, but yeah. Caicedo and Enzo is not a number 10. Uh, I've never seen him as that type of player. So he's you know kind of a nope. big case of mismatch. Uh, but we'll see. I, I think... I don't know. I, I don't... think I think I think in terms of like just the players they've brought in, I I you can see what they're building, like in terms of just what they want to have, the eleven they want to have on the pitch, um, with Nkunku and then Enzo and Caicedo and then just three attackers like Nico and Mudrik and all that stuff. I think it flows well on paper. It's just now we just there's a missing link here. Um, so I think Caicedo has been playing well since his first. You know, it's just he's, he's a great day, player. Yeah. Everybody knows he's a great player. Yes, it's just yeah. Um, so it's good to see him playing better. Um, it's not turn. It's not turning into results, but he's at least off the freaking you know dog pound. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Well, we'll see house, where I should say we'll we'll see where their next two games are at Fulham, at at Burnley. Very very winnable games. So yeah, anyone. Uh, Burn. I feel like Burnley's. You know the team everybody just goes to when they need one. You know, I know, I know. At this but, point, so so that that is that, and then yeah. um, Newcastle had a thumping away eight uh, nil to yeah. Sheffield. <laughs> the three teams that came up are right now the three teams in the relegation zone. Each one has one point through five games, which is uh, well, Sheffield had six to be fair, and Burnley and mm-hmm. Luton have to play one another, which. Uh, Pretty abysmal start for uh, Sheffield, bottom of the bottom of the league. But I mean, talk talk about Newcastle. Um, really, their expectations for this season—they've been kind of up and down. We I had them dropping off to seventh. Um, yeah. Um, I forgot where you had them, but I thought that you know once these games are going to start piling up, and they have PSG midweek, so not easy. Not not easy, but uh, they just played City and won. Um, so that that I think coming off the eight zero and then that is two good weeks, I would or two good uh, like a week a good week. Um, but from the Sheffield United game, it was just, it was just like I don't know, like dismantling at at its worst. I think like it was just just like they were just toying with them pretty much. Yeah. Um, but like I, I remember them like coming off the AC Milan game. I think this a game like this was needed where they at least have to show that they're capable of goal score like like scoring goals like this. Yeah. Um, because th- it was just flat out embarrassing what 
they had against AC Milan. And I think AC Milan is a team, like, I think they're that's their level. Like, that's a team they're just as good as. Um, and for them to play that like way against that team was was pathetic but and then and then you see them against Sheffield and then you see them against Man City um they, they can't they're a talented team yeah they're a yeah. good team um but sometimes I feel like, and then I I blame it mostly on the manager because he's not he's he there's not a certain way he plays he's a very like reactive manager where he's playing against City parks the bus he's playing against Burnley he's attacking like that so I think that kind that's a little bit confusing, but in the long run, they I think Isak scored against Sheffield. He scored he scored the only goal against Man City. Um, that's a player you need um, to contribute at least reach twenty goals, um, twenty goals and assists for the season for you to be actually competitive. But Newcastle is I think I I'm with you. I didn't I don't think I I don't have them as a top four team right now, no, but I don't think they're that far off. Year. Yeah, top four is oof, it's crazy, and 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 they've dropped all the big games already. They've lost to Liverpool. They lost to they lost to City, and so. But I, I think Trippier had three assists, um, and then Sheffield has one point out of six games. I think that was telling from the way yeah. they played. It was and just they just said at a mismatch of talent. I had them as my bottom, so. Sheffield as your lowest? 20th, yep. Yeah. Yeah, they... They, they just didn't spend. Newcastle, they brought in one player, I think. Newcastle scored one goal and everybody's head was just like, okay, we know what's coming, you know? And <laughs> and they yeah. saw it. Yeah, so. I mean, um, Newcastle can hit you for goals. Like you said, the eight against Sheffield and five against Villa on the opening day. So they, they can. They can yeah. hit you for goals. Uh, you know, just... And they had you know, eight, eight different goal scorers. I think everybody that scored. Everyone, was, yeah. Yeah. Um, their first few goals were like by defenders. So it was kind of like shocking. Uh, I was getting like the notifications on the Premier League app. And I, was I like, know. What the hell is happening? It was just dun, 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 dun. Anytime FPL like tweets. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But that was, I mean, thoughts. We kind of talk about this a lot. But like you said, like, I think this is the craziest we didn't even talk about Villa in the, in, the, in the Chelsea segment. Like there are so many yeah. teams that are gunning for top four. Like I'm just looking at it right now. Man City, who's six of six, they will be in the top four. Uh, yeah. Arsenal, who are fifth right now, but I think they will be in the top four. Liverpool, we we don't talk about Liverpool that much. They have been outstanding this season. They have. They have been fantastic. That midfield, that Sobotslai, uh, Endo. And uh, and McAllister midfield has been cooking. Yeah, uh, their defense that, has been they, great. They they turned out their midfield entirely. They just switched out the dead bodies for fresh new ones. And, and was, Gravenberch too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Salah has just the guy is just he's on Always track scores. to score a goal and assist every game. Damn near, he's and, he's incredible. And we forgot about all their depth, like. They have they have some of the best attacking depth in the league. Nunez, Diaz, Gakpo, and Jota, and and they have yeah. Nunez, Nunez looks like a completely different player this season, man. He's, he's been fantastic. He's gotten so much better in one summer. It's crazy. Doesn't it doesn't look like a freaking um, headless chicken? I, I, like yeah, just like just just a headless chicken running around. He's so composed. Uh, makes decisions much faster. He's in position and everything. Him and Salah on the same page. So it's 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 good to see, but 
uh, I, I can't wait. I, do you think the City uh, Liverpool rivalry is back on? What are you saying? I just think City is better than every team, but I exactly that, Liverpool is Anfield. I think from in England is still the hardest place to play. Yeah, for sure. Like the atmosphere there is nuts, and to be fair, like you said, they replace people with fresh legs. We forgot about how much depth they have. I mean, Salah, Salah. And the thing is, like, I agree 100% with what you said about Nunez and getting better. And I think, like, you see that in this, like, social media era and, like, this new era of football. Like, yeah. we expect so much from young players. Like, Fabrizio tweets about 15-year-old academy players XYZ is is doing this. You know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, Nunez is 22, maybe? Is he, is he 22, yeah. 21? 22, 23, like, yeah. And, um, and we've been so spoiled by, like, this era of, like, Cristiano and, like, Messi. Like, I think last season, Nunez had, like, almost 20 goals. Which did, for a 21 yeah. or a 22-year-old kid is outstanding. So, yeah. I think we've just gotten used to this, like, consistent acceleration of, like, every week it needs to be a good performance. Otherwise, we're going to get clowned. Any, like, mistakes are really hyper-focused. You know, you know, kind of I, have I, to hit the I, ground I, running. I think also, like how good Holland and Mbappe are at such yes. a young age. Um, kind of is like, okay, you cost a hundred million. Why aren't you as good as these guys? Yep. You know? Yep. Whereas Nuna is like, I th- I think when Liverpool purchased them, I think it I believe it was like they we saw him play. He had a really good Champions League year, but you still see the misses. He literally misses the entire ball every now and then. Um <laughs> I think they bought him as a project and and it's paying off. Like Klopp knows how to develop players. He does. Um, but he does. but once when you come with that massive price tag, it's just, it's, and it's not even. I think Liverpool fans were perfectly okay with whatever he did last year. But it's just rival fans that are just making these compilations, and uh, every miss is like you know a tweet going viral, and it's just. Um, so it's good to see him. Uh, I, we don't really, we don't really, I we is is like there's no like a bad season, bad season, and then you get better. It's just like, oh, it's somebody comes in, he's really good. And somebody comes in and they suck forever. And you saw that with Sancho. You see that with Anthony. Um, but I that think club good doesn't know how to develop people. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, so it's good to see the other side of, of what player development looks like, where, you know, somebody comes in one summer, he gets better at this. And the next summer, a, a little bit better. Um, and Liverpool has shown that they've done that with Salah. Salah wasn't the player he was before no. he got there. Mane wasn't the player he was before he got there. Um, so it, it, you got to give credit to Klopp. He's he's and especially the midfield. McAllister is it was a really proven you know World Cup winner, proven Premier League midfielder. Um, and then Shabatzlai, a lot of people had questions, but he just fit right in. You know, yeah, he was destined fit. to play for Liverpool. Um, Scored a freaking unbelievable goal over the weekend. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's so talented. Yeah, I remember when he was uh he was uh what was he like uh Leipzig. Before, like, when he went to Leipzig, like before yeah. that, everybody I, I was hoping he would go to Arsenal, but he went to Leipzig and these German clubs they develop players so well. So um, well. I mean that that uh that front four from that from that not Leipzig uh, from Salzburg. With Salzburg, yeah, Sobots- he was Sobotsla, yeah. Holland, Minamino, and who was the fourth? Oh, uh, I think Huang. No, Huang was after. I'm forgetting who the fourth one is, but I know it was a good yeah. player. Uh, but, but 
like I said, like you said it on the dot, and I think a lot of last year was really adjusting. Um, yeah. Firmino is one of the best false nines of uh, this generation, and to bring in Nunez, who has a completely different profile of striker, um, yeah. way better with his back to the goal. They even used him like towards the end of the season where he found a lot of success in like an inverted forward role where they were playing him on the left, but he had like kind of he was like playing like a like a like a back post striker almost. It was kind of using him in that like the way Juventus used to use Mandzukic, but we forgot about a lot of their depth. Luis Diaz coming back is almost like a new signing and, and we know what he can do. He's a fantastic player. Yeah. Um, and I mean not it's, many it's, it's go, go ahead, sorry. I, I think it's credit to Pe- uh, Klopp as well. You know, yeah. he he played Nunez everywhere. You know, before something stuck. Um, yeah, it was good to him. And Diaz Diaz is a really talented player, and mm-hmm. it's good to see him finally healthy for a, at least a prolonged period, um, the first two months of the season. I mean, not that many people can bring Jota and Gakpo from the bench. Like, those are good players. Even even Gakpo, you don't even hear his his name that much because of just how well everyone ahead of him is playing. <laughs> yeah, um, he's a great he player too. A, I think he cost him almost fifty million. Yeah, so, he's a great player. I think Liverpool have like a damn near like 80, 90 percent like they're shooting from from the field on transfers. It's crazy yeah. how much they've hit on on. I think uh, what was his name? Uh, Keita was like the only miss in yeah. in, in recent memory. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, and I mean, just looking through, so Liverpool, Brighton, we we didn't we barely talked about them today, but we have talked about them in a lot in the past. We talked about Spurs, yeah. Villa have a great team. Uh, this is this is the most loaded European race that I can remember uh, in recent memory. There's so many teams who I can see who can finish top four, and the reality of the situation is from those from those seven eight teams. I mean, City, Liverpool, Brighton, Tottenham, Arsenal, Villa. Newcastle United, four of them are going to miss the Champions League, maybe three. So that's pretty. That's pretty crazy to think. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I, the Premier League is just you know money talks, man. It does money talks, money yeah. talks. Uh, but I feel like I, like especially with the Saudi thing. Like I, I remember for like a few few weeks in the summer, it was just Saudis doing this, and it's just what the prem has been doing for the last five six years you know yeah no it adds up yeah but uh we'll move from uh the prem we'll go talk about Mm -hmm. your the spectacle of your weekend and the uh, the disappointment (laughs) of mine okay which was uh the madrid derby yeah you want to take the floor on this go i mean we talked about it all summer uh yeah I was really frustrated when we talked at the end of the window, rightfully so, in my opinion. Uh, I think that Carlo Ancelotti has been set up to fail, uh, Mm -hmm. which I will say before we start, like before I really go into the board, because this is with the that's who the loss is on. The team selection was shit, for lack of better wording. Chouameni has to start at DM in every big game. Like I I don't buy this Kamavinga DM garbage, straight garbage. Modric, why you would play Bellingham in like a weird, like, you know, no striker. He's playing like kind of wherever he wants and you're using Modric as a cam when he when Bellingham has been playing really well through the middle. doesn't make any sense. Like, like the changes for no reason, for, for lack yeah. of better terms. Uh, Lucas Vasquez is whatever. We don't have a right back. Carvajal's out. You have to play him. 
Joseo has to start. He, to be fair to him, he he plays well when he's been playing. Um, but mm-hmm. I think the problem is the board. Uh, there has to be big time changes this summer. Uh, first thing has to be a number nine, and the problem is the board is very reactionary. Number nine, right back, have to be sorted this summer, like full stop. Uh, and maybe Alfonso Davies if if they get really ambitious, which I don't think will happen. Um, but. Again, uh, we're going to talk about him later. Harry Kane, three goals to assist this weekend. Perfect fit. Obviously, Madrid was yeah. not one player away from, from, from challenging for every, for, for every title. That's foolish. But yeah. perfect fit. They could have. This is his type of game. You need someone to sit in the box and occupy that five back with, with the DMs. This is you know pure Simeone ball. Uh, Rodrigo has been very disappointing this season. Uh, yeah. But... All the focus is on him. He's really the only true attacker that started the game. Uh, Brahim has been decent. Uh, he's decent depth. I've always said good, good for them for that. But just like combination of mismanagement and poor planning, and you and you're really starting to see it. And this is what we said before the season. Like Madrid have been scraping win after win after win. It, you cannot win like this. There has to be a game where you just go dominate the game. Uh, yeah, and. They don't have a proven goal scorer. Jose was good. He scored against Las Palmas midweek, but mm-hmm. uh, is he a twenty-five goal player? No. Uh, you need that. You need a striker. They need. They need to go. You know, we know who they're gonna go for this summer. I don't really need to say the name. We know exactly yeah. what they're gonna do. What their plan is. Uh, but if they fail for that guy who plays in Paris, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. I have no idea. Uh, it's just like a, it's just a mess, and you see it, and and now you're even starting to see the problems with with the center backs because they didn't replace Militao when Militao was injured for the year. They let Rafa Marin go. Uh, mm-hmm. Who the hell is gonna play center back next week? Uh, Rudiger's injured. Alaba's injured. You're gonna have Nacho and who? The, the the way they played against freaking Atletico Madrid, they shouldn't even be playing. Forget injured. That was just. Just, oh, the defense I mean, was horrible too. Horrible. Uh, but the what the like, uh, as you said, like I was watching the game with like a friend of ours, and and I swear to you, he saw he saw the lineup, and he's an avid Real Madrid fan like you, and he said, "Okay, we lost." And I and I, I'm just thinking, okay, he's just you know letting himself no, down you easy know and all that stuff. Um, and he knew pretty quickly, and then um, and then you see the game, and there was just, it was just no threat from anywhere especially outside um they were, and that's where atletico got all their goals from pretty much um where um fran was left in no man's land three four five times in the first half alone um where it could have been three four other goals that were potentially scored um and then and then jude Obviously, he was. I don't even know where he was playing. Um, he didn't play I, bad, to be like fair when, to him. He he didn't he didn't play bad, but I don't think he was set up to succeed because he was just doing a lot of like nothing because he was just like everywhere but nowhere at the same time. Because um, he and he's such a like a like a, such a like a try hard. You know, he's running all over the pitch trying to like make a difference, and it was just Atletico completely just outmatched in every aspect of the game. Yeah. And you notice. Uh, um, I'm like, like Morata especially. I think in the first half he touched the ball like seven times, 
And it was just like, and every time he got close or anything like that, he was a threat, especially mm-hmm. Griezmann as well. Um, but it was just, it was just um, the, when 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 Chumeni was announced that he wasn't starting. I think every game that Chumeni, uh, Kamavinga, and Fede have started together, it's been a clean sheet for Real Madrid this season. And I think um, I don't know what Ancelotti was thinking. I think he probably overthought it. He did because um, I don't think I don't I don't know what uh, Modric would have brought onto this game that he saw because he was nowhere to be seen. I think Cruz, I would have said the same thing about Cruz, but Cruz was, I seen, I've never seen Cruz run as fast as he did a few times tracking back those freaking wing backs. You have to because you have a five back. Exactly. And, 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 and he, I thought played well and he scored a really good goal and, and that momentum, you take that into the second half and he made a a change. I, I remember Right before you guys went into halftime, he told um, Josulu, Shumeni, all of them to like warm up. I think they uh, warmed up and stuff. I thought they were all coming in, but I think Josulu was the only one that came on. And then all that, because you guys played so well from like the 30, 30, 30 minute mark to like the 40th minute mark. It was just all Real Madrid. You guys were on the attack doing whatever you guys wanted. And then in the 46th minute mark, right after we're halftime, scores, you guys yeah. concede. And it was just it just went to shit right after that, and all the problems came back. And it was just once once you lose that momentum, and like you can lose momentum in a lot of ways, but the worst way is to concede a goal when you're playing relatively well. Um, it was just it's just a lot of the stuff we talked about. It was just like when everything when nothing is working, what do you do? And I don't think Real Madrid has an answer for that. And and Ancelotti, uh, we can say. We can say he's been set up to fail. Obviously, everybody can see it, but I think his tactics that game is what ultimately cost the team. Hundred um, percent, I agree. Um, and it was just, it was just bad. It was just a bad. It was just, it was just completely outclassed. I don't even. I have, and Atletico knew. Like I, I feel like they, like they knew exactly how the game was gonna go. I they saw Modric on the pitch and and Cruz, and they were like, okay. I mean, I don't mind. Let's Cruz, run amok. I don't mind Cruz in the in the sense of like. I I don't mind Chouameni, Cruz, Valverde, and Bellingham as the diamond. Yeah, Modric as a number ten doesn't make any sense. When you don't even have a true striker in front of him, it just it just doesn't make sense. It's just like you're trying to use mismatch parts, and the real problem we're gonna see is this week where now they really don't even have a center back, and I think Ferland Mendy is gonna have to play center back. I don't even know, man. Like, yeah, just just fast forward, bring us to summer. And the sad thing with Madrid is they never spend unless they play poor in the previous season. Like all the times where they really spend is when they really have suffered the year before. Uh, mm-hmm. So the only way they're gonna bring people in the summer is if they don't play. If they hadn't, you know, if they don't play well. So let's uh, let me say, um, let's say the turtle in in Paris doesn't work out, and you need a striker who's. Who's your first choice now that Harry Kane is completely off the market? Hmm. Holland, although I don't think it would happen. Uh, if not, yeah, Holland, I, I, I think that's a, a year or two, a two years maybe from now. If but, not Holland, maybe Alvarez, but might not happen as well after that, the list gets uh, short. Alvarez, Alvarez looks, oh, he's unbelievable, man. Oh, my God. Alvarez goodness. is a great player, and, and I think he would, I think he would make the move. Um, but it would be expensive, 150 million at least. He, and he just extended and added. I think he, he has probably like an eight year contract now. It's crazy. 
It's I mean, crazy what what I don't even know who there. else. I don't even know who else there is. Uh, Osiman. Mm, Osiman's not a bad shout, but he's a different profile of player. Yeah, I, see, like, like I, the, I, I, I think you guys missed the boat on the uh, perfect profile. He's right Vinny and there, and the thing is, next season they get Endrick, who's probably the best young prospect in the world, at least for Brazil. Yeah, I just hope that we don't get to the summer and they sell us on some Endrick is the future garbage. Like, man, you cannot rely on this eighteen-year-old kid to go get you goals. They need a proven. It was the perfect transition striker. He's great in terms of playing, like dropping back and playing with quick wingers. He's thirty, so by the time he's thirty-three or thirty-four, you can ship him out. And he's English, so you can get a good return at least, maybe thirty, forty million. It was perfect. It was right there, and they were going for it. And then just, you know, what happened? Certain guy in Paris puts a letter, you know, screws up your summer. You don't, you don't plan. He goes to Bayern. Oh, disgusting! I think, disgusting. I think the, uh, I, I, it has, it hasn't been confirmed or anything like that. But there are rumors that, like, Holland has a release clause in his, in his, in his deal, and it's yes. two hundred million. So, the I would transitional striker, yeah, the transitional striker in Harry Kane for two, three years. That's when Holland's ready to go, you know. And yes. Holland has done everything he can in in Man City. It was right there. It was. It looked. You I mean, know, I... they should have Holland right now if it wasn't for Mbappe. And I've always said this about Holland, but he is the best transition striker I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. In terms, at, at a really, really young age, he's nuts. Uh, at City, he's doing great, but I don't even think that he's being used to the best of his capabilities. Like as a, in, at City, like he is a he is a counter attacking machine. He's so quick. He's lethal, one touch like sco- to score and. Yeah. Madrid have the type of players that are perfect. Like, could you imagine Holland playing in front of Bellingham with Vinny and Rodrigo on the wings? Like that's insane. I, 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 I don't want to think about it. No, thank you. <laughs> like that's a crazy and and Federico Valverde. Like that is your counter attack is Vinny Holland, Rodrigo, Bellingham, uh, Valverde. Like that's nuts. So, I mean. Who knows? Who knows? Obviously, we don't really know the details of the release clause. But if it's two hundred million, you go pay that not like now. What the the day that release clause activates is the day you you uh, you, uh, you pay the money. So, yep. but obviously, we don't really know. Some people have said that that release clause was contingent on Pep leaving. Um, I've heard that, yeah. but I mean, no one really knows. Uh, release clauses kind of surprise people all the time. Like Tyler Adams release clause, Sobotslai, like this summer, just for example. McAllister. Everybody, McAllister is going for 80, went for like 35. 30, you know? yeah, so, exactly. So, so I, 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 one more thing about um, Rodrigo. He's, I, I, I don't know what to say uh, other than like he's just on an island by himself and he has no help. Perfect um, island, yeah. Um, but like, I, I, th- like, I think at one point, I think Vinny was able to show that he can carry a, a team and, and lead them, especially in the, in, in the Champions League as he's done before. Um, and Vinny's slowly coming back. Um, I think he could have played in the weekend, but he was sick, I believe. Um, but it, it just is like, if, 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 if Rodrigo cannot, like contribute anything uh how many uh, he, how, i think he has one goal this season yeah he's not in, been playing in, well and he has not been playing well uh, forget the numbers 
like performance in and out week in week out has just been poor every game he's um, on an island I don't know what, it's like you said yeah yeah and 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 uh, like this game especially he was just all alone and the thing no the help, thing about no one to work with the thing about madrid is just like they're not far they just need a couple players so it's just frustrating to watch and like like they are putting players in positions to fail and and it's just i don't know what it is it's it, it's that it's one guy we know exactly i do know what it is it's just the obsession with mbappe uh which is pissing me off i just want him to sign a five year deal so we can just get over with it um but uh people saying he's, he's, he's joining he, he, He's 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 about to come to Madrid uh, next summer with all his PSG boys. I'm you know? so sick of this guy. Like he's, he he's just bringing Dembele to, with. Just figure it out. Just stay or leave. But I mean, as long as as long as he's not you know signed, he will hold his club hostage. So unfortunately, which is something we have never seen in the history of Real Madrid. Like they do not usually move this way with players, but. To be fair to them, usually the players just join. So we have never seen like a diva like Mbappe what? where he just refuses to join, you know. What's that thing where people say, you know, politicians over the age of 70 should not be making, you know, decisions for, you know, for people country? like for a country. I, I think the same can be implied to Florentino Perez. I think he's he's lost it, man. But he just had the, the signing just... in the summer, man. Like he was head belling I don't I like Bellingham was destined for I don't I don't think like it, this Bellingham signing like forget the what he's done since he's been here but like it was Real Madrid or nothing um, really just you like don't think Hazard ever, was in you don't think Ed, ever Liverpool wherever like wherever absolutely it not you don't oh think my so God. no Liverpool I thought, I thought it was gonna Liverpool be a without battle. Champions League oh that's true but I thought it was gonna be a battle no, I, I, I think Bellingham said everything, all the right things he needed to say, but I think it was just one club. That's it. And 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 I don't think he would have set foot in the Premier League at all. I think he even would have waited for Madrid if 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 Mbappe was a possibility this summer. But like Florentino Perez, man, is I, I and 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 you've told me and other people have told me I don't you, you guys don't think it's fully him. I think it's, his, it's Jose Angel Sanchez who calls. Yeah, the exactly. Shots. And his mind is on is on Mbappe, which is the ultimate problem of this whole club. I is, think the Mbappe thing is actually Florentino. I think the yeah, Angel yeah, Sanchez yeah. is the rest. See that you you can't have two people running the ship, man. It's you crazy. Need, the thing is, they forced out like some of the best talent evaluators, like Zidane. Literally yeah. left because of the, the the the. He was literally like, "I have not been backed by this club. I have never felt backed by this club." How many things did Zidane ask for? How many players? The only signing that Zidane got that he wanted was Ferland Mendy. The only one. Luka Jovic was the board. Eden Hazard was like, whatever, it was bound to happen. Like you said, that wasn't really Zidane. Yeah. Uh, Militao, to be fair, was great signing by the board. Uh, you know, a lot of players are like that. But uh, uh, I believe Zidane wanted Mane year after year. He wanted to sell bail and get Mane. Um I remember those Mane yeah, runs. Yeah, he wanted, crazy. he wanted a lot of players. Mane, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank and is the only one I can think of. But there are many players that Zidane was really, really big on getting uh, that they just never got. And next season, Carlo Ancelotti leaves. Uh, obviously, he's going for the Brazil job. Uh, and I have no idea if they bring in 
I think it's Chavi Alonso. Do you think that's a that's a that's one of the reasons why Carlos not getting back because he already has one foot out the door? I think the reason he took a foot out of the door is because he's not getting back. I think it's in reverse. Then, then you then you, there's nothing you can do. It's just. But the thing is know. that will not change with the new coach. Like Chavi Alonso has been doing. I think he's the next coach of Real Madrid. I don't know if you agree. I don't. I don't buy this deserve stuff. I, I I think he's he could. I think he's. The next up, I think he. I, I there's a lot of teams that should be going for Xavi Alonso. I mean, when Madrid knocks, he's incredible. Come coach Madrid, I don't think there's many jobs that can really compare. Uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm I'm not moved by Madrid like that anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. Xavi Alonso could. Xavi Alonso like. United could come and throw twenty million at him a year. Yeah, you're never what are they choosing United. How are you going to tell me you're not moved by Madrid, but then you're going to say he's going to go coach United? No, I I I I I think for somebody like Xavi Alonso, I think. When right now you are the poster boy for the next, you know, like coaching, you know, and for you to like leave Leverkusen for like a club where you can be gone this instantly and Real Madrid, he doesn't if he doesn't like challenge for a title or do well in 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 Champions League, he's gone. No, but Why that's what I was saying. Risk? Like like Chabi, exactly what I was. Yeah. Like, so like you kind of kind of said what I was gonna say, which is like Chabi Alonso. If he goes to Madrid, if yeah. he he needs to be backed. Like, and that's never been the style of Madrid ever. Like the only coach that was backed like that was Mourinho, where he was like, I want these players. I have to get these players. Give me Di Maria, give me Ozil, give me Kadira. Like, these are his, you know, those were, like, Mourinho signings, to be fair. Those were not the board. Yeah. Those were just strictly Mourinho. Xavi Alonso has to be the same way. Like, even in pre-negotiations. And coaches notice this type of stuff, like you said. It's a big risk. Xavi Alonso plays a very, very specific type of football where he needs signings. Uh, and this club is missing signings. Let's not get it why, why, why would the, Why would the board budge for Xavi, Xavi Alonso when... And Chilodi is here suffering. Zidane was there suffering before. I have and no Zidane idea. was suffering before in his in his tenure before. I that. just I just Zidane, I think Zidane I think was if, the coach for some transfer windows where you guys spent zero dollars, man. Part of that was COVID though. Like one of them was COVID. The garbage one was the like the the one the last one where they where they they didn't spend much. That was I mean he wanted Havertz too from Leverkusen. He was begging yeah. for Havertz. That that season where you guys had like. 700 injuries i think that could have that could have been a champions league year for you guys when you guys lost to chelsea i believe mm-hmm. um but if, if i'm chabby alonso i'm taking the job with the most security that's going to give me three four years to build my own team and the way he's playing at leverkusen i i don't think he needs to rush he's going to be a champions league team next year okay. guaranteed so well even know. like any of, the, is... any of the rumors that they have for managers they need signings like Deserbi plays a very very specific type of football he needs four or five signings of players that fit the profile of that he's trying to play uh yeah. same with Xabi Alonso so so we'll see obviously this is developing so but uh, they need... the, the dream for coaches is like when when you take a job like Real Madrid essentially it's just like the easiest path to like get whoever you want, you know, like there, there's not a player that can say no to you, but like when, when your ideals are completely different from the bosses, that's the clash. And I mean, he wanted Kaden Osiman, perfect for the type and, of team that he wanted. And Kane, Kane is Osiman. You guys will see next week. Um, 
and Kane is dismantling the 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 Bundesliga, Bundesliga right now. He's no, on he a is. one man wrecking crew. Oh he my is goodness! Fantastic, perfect. My favorites for the Champions League, man. I'm telling you, watch out. I can't. I, we need to fast forward to February, bro. I cannot wait for some of these knockout games this year. But uh, let's talk about Italy. We don't really talk about this league much, but yeah. awesome and the awesome and drama. Uh, was pretty pretty interesting. I don't think I've ever seen something like that. Where like the social it was, media, uh, it's like... so bizarre. I remember <laughs> I, I saw that video, and I didn't make anything of it. I was just like, I I swear I, I thought, thought it was, it was weird. by like, a troll account. Yeah, it was, was weird. Like, it was weird. Yeah, I just scrolled past it, and then I saw the agent quotes and all that stuff, and I was like, what the hell just happened? Bro, what are they man doing? Is like a god in Napoli, bro. Like, do you I, remember see, last year I, where they were like posting the, videos the of like. Yeah. anything would and then there would be like awesome man and they'd be like cakes and all this shit and like but I, I that's the fans the fans have like supported him and everything i remember like and and <laughs> italy and black players are not you know oh like, hell no exactly uh but there was it was it was when they won the league it was completely like love you know of but course. there was a few disrespectful stuff where um what's his name i can't even Kavard, Skellia, his name. they put the they put yeah, him as the head they put him exactly. as the he- ex- exactly that was and they did Syria, that a few times. Not, was it napoli or syria who no did it, that? It, i think it was syria but it like syria. it's just i mean you know bro um, italy has a huge racism problem balotelli yeah, and, and all those play- a lot of players that- lukaku two years ago is just yeah, you know yeah, yeah for sure uh, about the league even last whole, year Last year, yeah. Yeah, even last yeah, was year. Was it last year? It was last year. It was the, year U- the, U- had... the Juve with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was last year. He, he, they gave... A, even the uh, the ref... They, they gave him a, a a red card for... Or a second yellow for just, you and know... They, just sh- saying, why is this happening? They wouldn't rescind it until, like, they had a huge public outcry. People were basically like, what is this? Like, like there are people, like, making, like, monkey noises in the crowd. Like, how can you give this player a yellow card? Like, insane. But I, I feel like we're good for one of those every season with Serie A. It's, <laughs> every it's year, the Serie A and La Liga, those two leagues are the worst. I, I, with the I remember, I, was it last year when when Vinny was like crying? Bro? That was last you year know, the, the, with Val- Valencia, bro. Like, uh, oh my God. And then the fact that like, I like, like it's, it's, the players on the pitch are so helpless you know they can't do nothing they can't walk off this the pitch. has been going they can't do i know this has been going on for you know almost bro since who knows how many years i i can think of a situation from so many years Eto back in the day donny alves uh yeah donny like, alves had to goof Danny i know i remember the villarreal too. clip where people were like uh like someone threw a banana at him and then banana like, he, yeah he ate it and then <laughs> people were it, like yeah. wow like look at this like this is so cool i was like bro there's nothing cool about this like what are, what is going on like uh, I, I remember last year uh in cbs um thierry henry had thierry like henry. A five mini five minute just clear out and he went in and he was like when is you know when is it enough you know what, yeah. what what more can lukaku do essentially this is like pathetic um, which it is exactly and 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 he was the forefront of the of all the all the all the noise was... that was behind it for the yellow card to be rescinded and all that stuff but if it takes all of that if 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 the referee can't recognize what's happening on the pitch then lukaku stands no chance no 100% but i mean or people that look like him yeah, yeah no for sure like for sure like Racism is a huge problem in, in in the European game, which is you know obviously really upsetting and sad. So, 
I don't know, maybe that's like what's connected with with Osiman, like where he thinks are his agents and him think that it's it's a it's a race issue, which it it very well could be, obviously. Could be, yeah. 100% could be. Like I'm not I'm not saying that to discredit what they're saying. Um 100% could be, but we'll see where where that goes and if he leaves and if and he leaves because of social media stuff. I have never seen that before, ever. Yeah, cuz he like all summer they were rejecting every offer possible and people, a lot of teams were knocking at the door um but he's he's their best player he's delivered a a Serie A title for the first time since freaking Maradona you know so I know like somebody like that walking away from a tick a tiktok post it's just serious. And the laughable. agenda is crazy. I don't know if you saw ESPN tweeted that like he wasn't celebrating his goal against Udinese, but he yeah, was. I saw that. And he you can was. clearly see he celebrated. <laughs> he yeah. was. I was like, what? And someone quote happening? tweeted it and was like, bro, this is like he was celebrating for like a minute. Like, what in the world is this agenda? I hate ESPN. I, ESPN I on hate. soccer is just the worst, man. Just, just stick to soccer. Stick to football. It's, stick to basketball. I, I, stick to football. I was watching. I was. It was. Uh. It was after the uh the Real Madrid and um and Atletico Madrid game. And you know uh oh, once like Madrid. the game's over, it goes directly to ESPN FC. And I was and I was I, I was like, I don't want to watch this. I keep them on YouTube. I didn't even know they had a freaking live show. They do. I thought they it was do. Like a YouTube show. No, it's their oh. live show. They, uh, I, I don't take them seriously ever since I remember when Ronaldo was going on that like disgusting UCL tear where he was scoring for United, and I forgot yeah. what the video was titled like, "Are Ronaldo's I goals hurting United?" And I read that title, I, I was like, "What in the world is this?" It just clicks, bro. It's interaction farming. So there's a there's a there's one of them that just hates Arsenal. Anything they Arsenal does <laughs> is just he's completely <laughs> against it. I swear it's crazy. It's oh. them. They hate Madrid. They hate United. They hate Ronaldo. They hate Arsenal. Looks like it's just weird, man. But no, but we'll see where this awesome stuff goes, bro. This is like I am very, very interested to see like what happens. I, mm, what could happen? What do you? How how bad could uh, could this get for Napoli? He leaves. That's pretty much the worst case, right? He he leaves, but like I, I don't in January, January. Yes, not this summer because this summer I think he's gone. Like if if he stays, yeah, I, like I, I think he's I, gone. Like one of the big clubs is gonna come calling. Like a, either either it's Man U or 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 it's it's Real Madrid or one of those is probably or PSG. Of I don't think PSG, but one of them is gonna go for for awesome, and I think and and I think he would leave, but. Yeah, man, he could leave in January. If there's some clause we don't know about, if it's, if this escalates more, like he removed all the posts from Napoli. Yeah, and and I there was like this one girl who was very famous in Italy who was like saying something on TV about like like you should be like more of a man or something something. Bro, this could get messy quick. Like, it, I can and see you a never lot know of with ways. Italy, bro. It you could, never it just... know with Italy. The... It was weird. Like, what kind of club makes makes a makes a a video clowning their best player? Like that is so weird. I, I've never I, seen I something he, like that. He he missed that penalty, and then uh, a few a few minutes later, he was subbed out, and he was pretty angry about that. And it was like, he was, um, and he apologized. He came out and said, you know, I should not have acted that way. You know, I love my team, all that BS. He said, and then they come out and do that is absolutely insane. Was it? Was it? Absolutely. It was because. Obviously, this is 
a big thing with this happening is that they they changed managers from last season. Like Sp- Spalletti left, and yeah. they, they brought in Garcia. So maybe that is part of it. But this Napoli team is. I'm hoping they're not like kind of like a Monaco of like 2016 where you just start to see them get disassembled like summer by summer because that team last year was very, very special. Uh, yeah. They had so many players that I like really, really rate. I love Kvartskelia, um, Osiman, Di Lorenzo, uh, Anguissa, since they bought him from Fulham. That's been a crazy, crazy signing. Uh, yeah. So, and, and Kim and Jay, who obviously already left. So they that that was a crazy, crazy team last year. So Kim and Jay, they they got for like 10 million and flipped him for 80. Yeah. Crazy business, bro. Yeah, man. And oh, and Kvartskelia was like nine. nine Osimen yeah. was I remember when they bought Osimen from from Lille, I think, for 80. People were like, What in the world yeah. are they doing? I oh. saw I, I saw a picture um uh, uh some Arsenal fan was like he posted a picture with Osimen and uh Gabriel. And I was like, these two played together? I was, I was so stunned. I didn't even know that. No, but yeah, he was with Lila. Like, they bought him for 80. Lil, I remember, yeah, I was I remember when they shocked. bought him. They bought him and for 80 million. I was like, what's him in 80 million? Like, it doesn't really make any sense. But they, uh, and Anguisa for 40 was crazy business. He is fantastic. As stingy, as stingy as, as, as Napoli is with selling players, they get good value when they, they do, when they buy players. So they're, they're a great club, but uh, it's, and they know it's, when to let go. I, I, like what's his name um chelsea bought him last year and now he's officially gone but the defender kule bali kule bali yes 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 i remember when van dyke was going to liverpool um people had him on the same tier as like you know like 80 yeah. million it would take and they were like nope 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 five years later they flipped him for like 40 odd million and he, fell and off fast. he fell off a cliff you know yeah no absolutely um, but uh yeah, we'll see where this goes, but we'll probably end with uh, we'll end with what we always do, which is three, five, yeah. two. Put five minutes on the clock. Three predictions each, uh, and uh, two people obviously today. So, let's. Uh, you want to start? Yes, sir. Um. So, Girona, top team in the top La Liga. In La Liga, bro, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Um. Yeah. Um. Versus Real Madrid this weekend. That's like. No. It's gonna be. So Are you I'm gonna predict us really to lose again? <laughs> I would feel like I know where this is going. Why not try my luck? I'm, I'm, I'm one for one the last week. You know, um, no, I'm not gonna predict. Uh, any. Uh, actually, I, I think it'll be a good game. I think Madrid will win. But I, Girona being up there is completely like just stunning to me. Mm-hmm. So I, and and then it perfectly clashing with when they play Real Madrid, who are number two. Um, kind of a nice little fairy tale for them. So I'm looking forward to that matchup this weekend. No, for sure it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. I'm I'm interested to see kind of where we line up. Another another top team that we're gonna have to play. So is you think you think Chumeni is starting? He better. Did Chumeni start last game? Uh, Las Palmas, I believe he did. I okay, clean sheet there. Two zero win. Two zero. Two zero win. Brahim played. They they finally started. He scored. Yeah. Just don't overthink the damn game. Good lineup, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, yeah. obviously, center backs. I think it's going to be Nacho and Ferland Mendy. So God help us all. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. <laughs> um. But my first one. Well, we'll. I'll. I'll move mine around. This is going to be my second one. But I actually think okay. that this Osimhen situation is a lot more serious than people talk about, and I think he's gone yeah. in January. I I swear to God, I'm not even joking. Uh, I don't know if you can see. Oh, you oh I see it. I do see it. I do see it. Yeah. 
it's the bottom. I I have it right there. I was I didn't want to like slide it in there earlier, but I'm glad you said the same thing. So it's your uh, third but one. Go ahead. It's my third one. No, yeah. I'm telling you, like things like this, like Italy, like you said, you hit it on the nail. Like they have a huge racism problem. Like they're right next to Spain, sadly, for like yeah. number one, number two, especially with with black players. As sad as it is, um, yeah. this situation, bro, I can see so many different ways. Like like some idiot spokesperson for a club comes out and says some like some BS, and <laughs> all hell breaks loose, man. So I can hundred no, percent see it because you know, no matter what. <laughs> the the journalists in italy are siding with napoli no matter oh, what no matter and, what they do yes and and then they're just gonna add more fuel to the fire and mm-hmm. and i don't think this is the end and i'm telling Oshiman, you it's been there for been, two days and yeah, sorry to and, cut you off and we've already no, no. seen like a, i saw the statement i was like there is no way someone said this they were like you need to be a man like you should expect criticism if you're like a big player for a club i was like man this is gonna it's just Italy, bro, it's the it's the worst place where something like this could have happened. Like where, like if this was in England, like I mean, England is not spotless with racism too. Like I don't want to say that to say, but at least in England, like I could kind of see like there would be way more like public like public outcry and like sh- it would like maybe it would deescalate quicker. I don't want to let England off the hook. Obviously, they have their own. All European countries have their own problem, but Italy especially, yeah. like. I can see so many ways. I'm telling you, I have a feeling some journalist or some spokesperson connected with Napoli is going to come out and say the stupidest statement ever and all hell will break loose. So we'll, we'll see. And, and, and Osiman's agent has been come, very vocal. He's been holding them uh, accountable for everything yeah. they've done. And if they complete, if they continue to add more fire to the fuel, he's completely just going to, you know, yeah. he's going to respond as he should. No, um, as as I'm bro, you're, most valuable you're, the asset. club, you the club just... should not berate you on social media. Like, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I get criticism from everywhere else, you know, but not the team. Not I from comp- my I, team, like, my... you know. <laughs> like that is crazy exactly. to think about. But yeah, that's my exactly. first one. So, what's your second? That's kind of we knocked out your third. So, what's your second? Yeah, uh, my second is Atlanta versus Juve this weekend. Uh, that's a great game. Right now, they're third and fourth in in. In Serie A, mm-hmm. um, obviously AC Milan and Inter are—they look like a completely different Inter's level than cooking. everybody else. Yeah. Um. So I just—I think I think Juve will win. Um. <sighs> they've been just—you know—they've just been good. They haven't been great or anything else. Yeah. But I think the Serie A table is like just starting to take shape. Um. So I'll see. Hopefully, I think this will be their top four. You know. Um. And then and then I'll. Roma struggling. Roma you know, Lukaku, struggling. Lukaku came in scoring goals, but you know, not leading to results. So yeah, no, Serie A, Serie A. I think I'll, I'll watch Juve versus Atlanta this weekend. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, my second one. Uh, Chelsea won midweek, and I don't usually mm-hmm. say this much, but I think they win this weekend. Uh, Last time I said play? it, they play at Fulham. Very winnable game. Very winnable game, yeah. Very, very winnable game. So, yeah, I like Fulham has been pretty average. Two games, two draws, two losses. This is, uh, the alarm bells are going off, you know. This is, you know, this is when push comes to shove. They, they just have to win this weekend. I think uh, Armando. Um, Armando uh, Broja played. Bro- yeah. Broja played. Um, I think he'll probably see a, a lot more minutes now with Nico Jackson out first game. I mean, uh, against Fulham, he'll be out. So, we'll see. Yeah, I didn't but talk about Tottenham to Liverpool. To win is but... crazy. That's, huh? Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, but you're one for one there. So you I know, hope maybe, so. Maybe you need to, you know, pick them every week. I don't have them in my in my in my three predictions because I'm because of a different game. But Ange versus Klopp at Oof. at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. What a game! Like I that is going to be front and center on my TV. Like I have to watch every minute of that game. Like I cannot wait to see to see that. I, I, I was reading something um, where. Ange was coaching some team in I don't know some weird country. It was a Australia was a maybe game. Uh, yeah, it might have been Australia, and and Pep went to go like Pep and Man City were playing against them, and obviously City won, but Ange and his team had like you know sixty percent ball possession, and Pep was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so to see him like just come all this way and just never change the way he's played this whole time, it's good man. Um, it's nice. Well, but I think uh... I think. I hope I hope Klopp has something for him because it's getting ridiculous. The Premier League has unearthed some fantastic coaches and put them into the spotlight. Like him and Deserbi is one of my favorite coaches to just watch tactically. Like he has revolutionized. Like I, I everyone listening, like go watch a video on Brighton's tactics. Like his yeah. vertical, you know, almost encouraging the press where like you see the goalkeeper like literally sit on the ball until they get pressed so that they can get in transitions. Is something we've never seen in football and pep has started to take it like i watched a game the other yeah. week where ederson was sitting on the ball and then moved it that's never happened before for city you see so. you see you see is that is that what onana tries to do when he just sits on the ball <laughs> yeah i don't know man that's i don't know uh, but but yeah deserve incredible i think uh, it sucks because like freaking um uh who was uh, uh brighton's former coach before deserve potter Grand Potter, he's the one that fumbled the opportunity. So I, I, it's nice to see Ange, you know, actually take it to a whole nother level. No. And I think Deserbi's due for a big move. Um, I hope it's not Madrid, but I, he's I not. I don't. I, I hope he stays. I I, I want to see him grow with this team. I I don't. I see with Brighton is like, like how much more money do they want? They have <laughs> hundreds players. of millions. Like this the is war the perfect chest time. is crazy. Yes, the war chest is crazy, and it's and, gonna get bigger and, this summer if they sell Ferguson. Yeah, would you take Ferguson at Madrid? Bro, well, he's a kid, man. No way, I would he's spend one fifty. No he, he can go to United, bro. Yes, yes, <laughs> United written all over him. <laughs> but uh, we get Champions League back this week. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Were you gonna say something? No, you 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 get an Irishman and an Englishman leading your team. That's oh, crazy, please, man. That's crazy. But the yeah. we get Champions League back this week, which is exciting. Yeah. There's one game I'm really uh well. There's a couple actually. I'm not gonna talk about Madrid. Uh, yeah. We're gonna be in for hell that game, but at Napoli is <laughs> not gonna be fun. But I will. I think Newcastle, their first game back home in the Champions League versus PSG. I think they get a draw. I think they play well. I think that the the energy the first twenty five minutes is gonna be nuts. Like I, I can't wait to see how they play the first couple of minutes. That that crowd is absolutely insane. Oh yeah. my god! I remember they were playing against Man United. Um, I think they beat them two zero at home, and it was just there completely. And you just see first it's game. just a bunch of. It's just a bunch of bald, white, fat men, you know? <laughs> it's like so t- typically, like stereotypical England people. Exactly. And, and it's just, when, when, they, when, they're, when they're at their peak, it's absolutely just unbelievable. The atmosphere is crazy. And it's, a, it's not an overall like huge stadium, which you love, you know? So it's like, I think, I think that'll be a nice test for Mbappe, you know? See, no, see. I, I, again, Dan Byrne. 
Dan Burns gonna be huffing and puffing. Be Watch. Killing oh. that poor guy, but I think they oh. scrape a draw. I think they score early. Like, give me the. I, I'll add to my prediction. They're gonna score in the first ten minutes, and that place is gonna like the roof is gonna flip off that place. But I think I PSG so. will. PSG will, will will get a draw. I think they'll salvage it. They'll salvage a draw. Um, I who put? I think I I'm obviously Arsenal plays Lens, so I hope we continue our good form in the Champions League. We finally play. You know, that's the only time we've played really well and really fluid. So we'll see. Lens is, you know, they're pretty good in, in their own country, but we'll see. Actually, they're bro, not. There's a lot, bro. Even Man U got a passerai. Like, I have, to, I have to have that game on a side screen. Oh, Man United, yeah. And Galatasaray is this week. Man United is going to get cooked, bro. At home. At home. Oh, that's Galatasaray crazy. is, they got a fucking... A bunch of just lost footballers that nobody really hears about anymore, but that they're are good. still so talented. They they're a really good well. team. Yes, they do. They but do. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see with with United. You never know. They've they've played two good games in the last two days. So um, they won over the weekend, and then um, they won in the Carabao. I didn't so. see their game today, but Carabao Carabao Cup is their trophy. So. That's their that's their defending champs. Hey, Mount Mount is back. Mount, yeah, they put yeah Mount. They complete they dismantled Crystal Palace. They completely just destroyed Crystal Palace, and they were playing really well. Um, Mount looked good. Amrabat looked good. Um, they used him as a left back. I saw that. Yeah, man. It's but they were all like, I they were all hustling. Garnacho was like playing. You know, playing Always really played well, with a, playing with a great motor. To be fair to him, yeah, yeah, he does. So I and think Johnny nice, Evans like, played fantastic against Burnley. He did. Yeah, <laughs> that was surprising. You know, yeah. but and 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 uh, was it was it uh, Maguire got subbed off against Crystal Palace, and I think there was a little bit of drama. I didn't. I don't think he wanted to come off. But you're yeah. the only you're the only center back left at this club, man. You're gonna be you're needed for the weekend. So. Yeah, for sure. But. uh Another week, bro. Another week, another episode. Good. Yes, good sir. So far to start the season, we are we are seriously cooking. I think we've matched our tally for last season in terms of episodes, like, and we're in not even yeah. October. <laughs> I, I I remember we completely just died off at the World Cup. There was so many. There was so much football going on. I was exhausted. Remember I when I woke up for the Argentina game uh, against Saudi Arabia? Oh my uh, god! I didn't wake up again for a four a.m. game ever. I would never <laughs> do that again. But I remember I, that was the I, I all, that we, was one of the we were only going. Four... We we did like five six weeks in a row, and then pew. yeah, because so World we're, Cup, bro. But we're cooking. We're cooking Inshallah, right we we stay on this pace. I, I I really enjoy you know enjoy this stuff. So yeah, bro, I enjoy I enjoy talking to you. So it's good to to hear yeah, your thoughts. Well. I'm glad you're doing well. Yes. Glad you had a nice and easy weekend with your family. Yes, so, yes. I'm glad you had an eventful weekend, you know. But next week is yeah. is the is the big fifteen. So uh, we'll talk about the details soon, inshallah. Inshallah. But uh, you I will. Guys... I will say. I will say. I will say. Uh, um, me, Abdi, and like my friend, uh, we went and got like this big plate of food, and just put it in front of us and uh, watch the Real Madrid game, and we were just like laid back like this, just. Stuffed watching Real Madrid. Oh, oh. no. 
It was it was heaven. Abi wasn't yeah, enjoying I his, it. But... I know his blood pressure was freaking through the roof watching that garbage performance. Mine was too. Oh, poor guy. Was, I, know, was... I I feel so bad for him. I I I, I yeah, it was great. So yeah, inshallah. <laughs> Bro, I remember when 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 Barca Madrid. There was one year the Clásico was at six a.m. to accommodate the Asian market. And they mm-hmm. got spanked 4-0, bro. I will never wake up for another 6 a.m. Ever. No. You will not see I, me waking I, up for my club at 6 a.m. Being being in the Midwest, we like like La Liga games are at 2 p.m., you know? Thank God. So like, yeah, it's so nice. Where you can you could say F the Premier League and just wake up, you know, whenever you want, just catch up on the on the highlights. But the Prem, uh, especially being on the West Coast this weekend, 6 a.m., bro. Oh, oh yeah, better than they're better than me. In the middle. Yeah, and it was a boring game to wake up for. Oh, they it embarrassed was. me, man. But uh, but you guys take care of yourselves. Next week we get UCL back, and we have a mm-hmm. really really good games on the weekend. So yes, yeah, sir. Inshallah, sure. Inshallah, but you guys take care of yourselves. This has been fourteen great episodes, and and on to many more, bro. Inshallah, bro. Take care, everybody. Take care. Yalla. Yalla. Peace.